Hello and welcome back to Audio Pong. Mark, how you doing today? Hey baby, how's it going? It's going great. Today we got a special guest in the house, as our viewers can see, and then our listeners will soon hear. His name is Sam, or Chi-Sin, as I like to call him. He's my Taiwanese buddy from work. How you doing, Sam? I'm doing great, baby. How you doing? Welcome, Sam. It's good to have you, man. All right. Thank you for the welcome. I feel very welcome here. I could talk. (laughs) Good talk. (laughs) Credits. (laughs) Roll. Perfect, guys. I'll make it back to dinner in time. What was the the other name you gave him? Chi-Sin. That's your your Taiwanese name, right? Mm -hmm. Oh, that's cool. Does that have, uh, does that translate in any way to like meaning, like having a... No, dude, I've tried to like ask my parents what it means. They're like, yeah, we went to, um, one of our older relatives. Um, he made our previous names and we just gave him what we wanted and that's what we came up with. So there's no meaning whatsoever. It sounds cool. So dude. it's, it's, oh, it's unique then. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, yeah. It can't, that's yeah, actually cool. So it's a wholly made up name. <laughs> yeah, yeah, basically. Too. Kind of. Oh, that's pretty cool. The, the concept was kind of weird to me because like in English you just find like a name that you like. You just go with it. Right. But for Chinese, you kind of just put characters together. And like, you're like, like okay. sun and moon or something yeah, yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just like random That's characters. way cooler, though. And it could mean like anything. So you could make it mean something. But for the most part, my name was just built together. And then my surname in front of it. So other people out there that are, I don't know, are they named like ice skating or something like that? Oh, dude, or? that'd be sick. I'd love to be named. <laughs> I'd love to be named Big Baller. Big baller. Big baller. Ooh, how, that, how would you yeah. say that in Chinese? Or <laughs> just big baller. So <laughs> yeah, I, I can do big ball. Is that nacho? <laughs> nacho. It's in nacho. Uh, there you go. There I you like go. that. But yeah, I gave I gave uh, Zach his Chinese name. My mom like kind of translated it. It's Zaku. Zaku. Oh yeah, yeah. It's got yeah. A, little, a little power to it. You know what I'm saying? That is strong. That thank is strong. You, yeah. You. Every time he comes, every time we see him at work, I he just I just hear Chisin somewhere. I'm like, Zaku, where you at? <laughs> look for the trees. It's, like, it's, like, oh, it's like a bird call pretty much. It's like, it's like, I got one. All right, I'm looking for the other. Ah, there we are. We got the group here. Yeah, it sounds like a street legend. You know what I mean? Like yeah. something that that scares people. Yeah. Zaku. Sounds very powerful. So, Sam, all right. Well, I actually, you go ahead. If you start, Z- uh, you start Zaku. All right. So, you were, you were born in America, right? But yeah. you're first generation, meaning yeah. that your parents were born in Taiwan. Yeah. Cool. So, I actually have no memories of California, but I was actually born in California, um, in Alhambra, and then after like a year, we moved straight to Illinois, Naperville. Oh, so wow. I've been living here for like my whole life, basically. But I get to say I'm a Cali boy. <laughs> for, yeah, for a hot year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I just no. don't mention that part. Yeah, I don't just mention how long. I, 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 I grew up there. I grew up there. <laughs> <laughs> Formative years in yeah, Cali. Yeah. <laughs> Formative years. Well, you know, it's almost like... Well, there are like exiles from California in Illinois even now. Like I know people that are moving here. So really, yeah. Well, actually, Illinois is trying to make a comeback in terms of like attracting people in the state. Oh well, that's never gonna happen, man. We got the lake, dude. It's not gonna happen. It's actually not too bad. Like I used to work outside um, as a land surveyor and inspector, and. Mm You just kind of get used to it. It makes me laugh too. Like, okay, I'm not going to get in like a political debate unless you guys want to about like climate change or whatever. Cause I don't know anything about it. Yeah, I do. Well, it's just funny because like what I was telling Zach the other day, like when you work outside, like none of this weather, no, there's no weather that surprises me. Like I've seen it all. Like it just, it just happens that way. Yeah, you become used to it. But, um, I'd say the worst thing about the Midwest though is, is the humidity. 
We still get it pretty Dude. humid up here, yeah, because we have a lot of green. Taiwan, man. Oh, really? Yeah. Is it dry or humid? It's so humid. <laughs> Dude, <laughs> no, like, he hates to me. <laughs> no, no, I'm saying, I'm saying, if you think Illinois is humid, yeah, like, I mean, if you for, go to Taiwan, uh-huh. oh, you went, you're in Florida. Yeah, I mean, because Florida is pretty. That's a swamp. Okay, like mind. middle Florida I is like. You, <laughs> I you compared it to Illinois. Oh no 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 no! I mean, I was just saying, for where you are, it, it gets pretty humid. Oh, okay, yeah. Okay, okay. No, Florida, I would say, is the most humid place I've ever been, and it's yeah, like it's a jungle. Bad. Yeah. Yeah. Taiwan, yeah, Taiwan, bro. Bugs too, and so it's just like yeah. Around I feel you. like it's the same everywhere. As long as it's humid and it's like kind of warm, there's gonna be bugs and everything. Yeah. Like, dude, I I remember when I went to Taiwan like two years ago for like my internship. I actually broke out so much acne because I just like I was sweating so much oil on my face and I would just like wash my face every time I get bad. Oh man! And it just kept getting worse, bro. Really? That place was too humid. How long were you in Taiwan? Only a month. My whole face turned into like zits. Really? Like, whole thing, bro. For just a month, even. A month. Your body just defending itself from yeah, all the. I don't even know. I, I can't even explain it. Was that just how dinosaur? Long? Yeah. I'm scared to go back now. I'm going back this summer, and I'm scared to go back. I'm like trying to think about what skincare I need to do. So real quick, mm-hmm. when we sneak, when we say dinosaur, that's our like, uh, that's our our take. It's like a cut. It yeah, because because like the, certain that, levels that of volume. Really yeah, we get a, it's like a busy day in the house, but um, usually like that won't be picked up. But so if we say dinosaur, it just means we're gonna cut it. So oh, I don't. Like I just editing? want you to. Yeah, like editing. Oh, yeah, okay, just okay. so you know. So when we come back, we'll say it again. But um, dinosaur. So what, you were an intern, you said? Yeah. What were you an intern for? Um, I did like architecture in Taiwan. My dad kind of like picked up the internship for me because he just kind of had like connections in Taiwan. Mm. So the reason why I did it is like after my freshman year of college, it's kind of hard to find like internships in the U.S. They want you to have like previous experience. But the culture in Taiwan is like completely different since it's like so small and like so many different businesses that are like family run are there. A lot of people are just asking for like free work. You know what I mean? So like a lot of internships like are offered and you have a lot more opportunities. But I don't know. It was just like. But you weren't getting paid for that. Yeah, month, I wasn't right? getting paid. So how did you like live? Did you just your parents um, had the the money to help you or did you have to do like a FAFSA kind of loan or something? Um. So. For this, my dad actually lives in Taiwan. He has, like, a place there. Um, my parents are divorced, so he has, like, a family there, too. He has, like, I have three half-brothers now, and two of them are twins. Oh, that's cool. So, like, they they kind of appeared, like, really quick out of nowhere, and I was like, yo, these kids are kind of cute, man. They kind of look like me, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> so I kind of vibed with them. I wasn't even, like, it wasn't, like, deep or anything. It was, like, they're cool. Yeah. Um, but I stayed there. Um, so I would go to work, commute and stuff, come back and I'd baby, I'd basically just be babysitting for like two to three hours and I'd just go to sleep. Oh man. So you were babysitting and and architecture learning. I was living the adult life, man. I was commuting, I was working, coming back, eating a super late meal and then just babysitting, go to sleep. Is that a common thing that most people live that way? Uh, Like Um, young people? I don't know. Cause my dad wasn't there initially for like the first part of my internship. Mm -hmm. So I was just living with his like wife and the kids. Mm -hmm. So like obviously if i'm living there i gotta be like kind of useful you know like i'm right. not cooking or anything I'm yeah not or anything so i just like took that time to like kind of offered my services like as a baby i sure just do you want to do kids. your part yeah yeah and then like taught him english and stuff oh that's, cool. oh that's quite yeah, useful yeah they, they had a free tutor then yeah because they they take a lot of after school classes that's the thing about asia they like don't stop they just keep going like you come out of class i feel intimidated by it, yeah one, and then you go into like another class it could be anything it could be like 
Like, do you, do you see like higher rates of like burnout though for like kids in, um, in like Taiwan and those that kind of culture? No, dude. Honestly, like since they're forced to do it at such a young, young age, age, it's like they're like just they're they're used to it now. Yeah. Like when they have free time, they're just like, oh, like what's going on? <laughs> yeah, there's I'm no serious, structure. Bro. There's yeah. nobody you do. Yeah, but, no, but I get I get that way yeah, sometimes. That, that's my too. experience. Like in uh in like the the capital of Taiwan. So obviously, like the education and everything's gonna be like way higher than like the rest of the city or the rest of the country. Or country. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> whatever this, viewpoint this is, you want to do. This is a very low-rated podcast, oh, so okay, you don't okay, need, okay. you don't have to worry about calling Taiwan okay. a country on, on here at least. <laughs> Not yet, at least. <laughs> don't invade. I'm just kidding, man. <laughs> don't invade. It's a joke. Yeah, if I get an email from like the Dalai Lama or something, it's like, hey, we're very happy about what you said. I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> My bad. I just thought it was the only game I take it back. It's just a joke. <laughs> I was told by many people in my life that I should go to Taiwan, that I should like, really like vacation nice. there. Yeah. It's really nice. People there are super nice. Um, commuting is really easy too. But yeah, if you do want to go, let me know. I know like a lot of different like spots for you to go to. Just to visit. There's a lot of cities like near the near the beach. Their whole like their whole like city is made for tourists. Well, it's as really- a okay, I'll put it to you this way. How do they feel about long haired white guys that are there mainly for babes? They love it. Oh. <laughs> they love it. <laughs> they, oh, dude, they treat they treat tourists like beautifully. It's amazing. Uh, uh, is that their main uh, industry? Is tourism? Is I don't that think where they so. Make most of I, money, I just or? think like people are. Uh, it's like people are happy to see that other people are interested in Interest, their culture. Yeah. No, that they, mean, yeah, like, that's I, I like that. You know, because I feel that way too. I try to be that way when I um I kind of latch on actually to like people that are immigrants. Mm-hmm. You know, like they're here for school or whatever. Like you know, Juliana, who I mm-hmm. miss, she's back in Columbus. She used to work at the castle, yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, I just really want them to feel welcome, like to know like there's good people here, there's yeah, trustworthy yeah. people that you know, they'll help you. They'll good. the yeah, call. There is good yeah. things here. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like I want people that's to solid. like, yeah. yeah. Yeah, I, we should all be that way, man. Exactly. You know, I like sharing our culture and shit. That's why I find it weird when people like try to defend their culture, like not share, like oh, in certain. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. bizarre Can't to me. Your own culture, yeah. You know, yeah, bro, your culture's gonna die if you keep it that way. Bro. Right? Yeah, yeah. Like, oh, you, you can't wear that. It. That's that's part of my culture. So yeah. I'm just like, why not, man? It looks good on me. Yeah. Bro. <laughs> <laughs> and, and if anything, you're embracing the culture. Yeah, right? I'm, I'm, I'm doing. It's a compliment. Yeah, yeah, bro. If I walked in, you guys were wearing rice like farmer hats. <laughs> I'd be like, I'd be like, yo, where's mine at, bro? Like. Can you get a third one for me, bro? That's messed Yeah, up. that's when it's insulting. <laughs> that, like, you can't. Yeah, no, I, I actually did that. I did that for one of my high school projects. We did, like, a boat race. I went to Chinatown. I bought a rice hat. And then for the competition, I, like... And <laughs> we were voting in, in our swimming pool. I got my rice hat on with my teammates. Turned, I was like, yo, take the hat. <laughs> you think fun. people are like, when they saw it, like, oh, shit, he's probably going to win. No, nah, dude. They were just taking pictures of us. Uh, it was a good time. That's so funny. It was a good time. How old were you when you were uh, doing your internship? Um, So that was my, uh, that was after my freshman year of college. So it was probably like, I probably just turned 20. Okay. Probably just turned 20. Maybe 19. I don't really know how age works nowadays. <laughs> how old are you now? It's all a blur. Twenty three. Twenty three. Okay, so it's been a little, a, few, a bit of time. I think it's been like I think I went when I was nineteen. Okay. I think I went when I was nineteen because I remember I could like, I could drink in Taiwan, mm. but like it didn't feel right. What's you know the drinking I mean? age in Taiwan? I believe it's eighteen, but most people don't really care about the drinking law. I mean, when I even here when I grew up, that's how like the I remember when I was little, I remember them changing the the drinking age in Wisconsin. Because it used to be below 21. I think it was like 18 or something. Yeah, well, well, see, back in the day, 
the states were way more different. I mean, there's still a lot of differences between the states, but yeah. you know, you go yeah. back like 30 years ago when I was a it kid. Wasn't like federal law, it was state law. It was state law. I mean, wow. like you could, you know, the whole idea like smoking. You could like certain states like Indiana and Wisconsin, even much of Illinois, you could just smoke anywhere you wanted. Mm-hmm. Like yeah. in the 80s, you could smoke anywhere you wanted on an yeah. airplane. You could, you know, they were starting to change that, but yeah. you could smoke a cigar. You know, my dad would go in with a pipe or a cigarette or cigars anywhere. I remember when I was know. a kid, the smoking and nonsense. Dude, it was. It was awesome. I missed that. I don't know. Just pulling up with the pipe. <laughs> Dude, you could be you'd be in a McDonald's. Mc, I wish we kept them. There used to be McDonald's ashtrays. That's pretty cool. What? I would actually Dude, like a, would a call, McDonald's ashtray. There'd be people. I remember people waiting in line, like smoking a cigarette. And I remember one big burly like trucker looking guy. I'll never forget that. As a little kid, he's arguing. He's like, "Man, if I finish this fucking cigarette before they get to me, I'm out of here." Like, if anybody gave a shit, you know. But yeah, I don't. I remember. It's one of those random memories. Just a dude living in his own world. Just yeah, like who cares, dude? I remember as even a kid, like, dude, nobody cares about you. <laughs> you know. But like, but you were giving him the side eye, just like, did you finish it yet? Well, no, like, I, I was a kid, leave? so I could just dead stare. <laughs> Dude, I, miss, I, love I miss being able to do that because the only kids get away with that shit, yeah, right? Because yeah, yeah. like, ah, it's just a kid. What's he gonna do? Yeah, now yeah. if I do it, I'm starting something. You yeah, know, for real. can't be doing that. Yeah, yeah I'd get, I would get really like cross if someone started staring me down like that. I'd be like, what the fuck are you looking at? <laughs> like, are you trying to start something with me? Maybe you're just like, a, maybe it's a weird version That's of the, the ice, though. the blind ice cream, ice cream guy. You know, you're just staring down, eating your ice cream. Oh, I do know about that. <laughs> People go up to him and they're like, they're like, bro, like, what's your problem? And he pulls out his like walking stick and they're like. Yo, <laughs> and then only the camera picks it up too. So he thinks he's like, like he's just in, in like he's just alone That's looking so through funny. it, bro. Oh Imagine getting God. paid to just do that shit. Like you I make would money. Love to be paid to do that. <laughs> oh well, yeah. I don't know how you would maintain your composure though. Yeah, because I don't think that guy's blind. I know we're going. Well, it's like off track. But, well, the yeah. one that I think you're talking about with the girl that's like stop staring at me. There's a bunch. There's yeah, a bunch. and then he she like slaps her or something, and then he like puts his glasses on and walks away. Oh, that one's bad. Yeah, because that, yeah. that one I think he's actually blind. That, that's, oh, that's what I want. Though. That's you know what we've we've gotten to a point. I feel like in our media, mm-hmm. where like everything just feels fake and yeah. staged. Because yeah. I mean, how many times like I watch them like, oh, I can't believe that happened. And then my brain's like, yeah, but dude, look at the framing. I'm like, oh yeah, it's perfectly framed shot. It's like, you know, it's like obviously <laughs> planned. Like, did it really? But happen. that's what my I'm looking for now is like the actual real yeah. concept because. When the internet was young, man, that was the best. Yeah, it was oh, like fine, you, oh, no, way before that. I'm talking like 90s, dude, like 1995, <laughs> hooking up to AOL. You could you could search fucking anything, dude. There used to be a website called JustMeet.com. I don't know if it still exists or not. It's not porn. It was <laughs> it was gore. <laughs> just me. Yeah. I was like, gore. It was, hey, yo, it was pure mean? gore. It was like yeah. you could. There were wackos. You could watch a psychopath cut off his thumb and shit. I mean, I'm not saying that. That was like high entertainment. Yeah, yeah, but. You- but the fact to. that I had the ability, the freedom yeah, to just yeah. look at whatever I well, wanted, even in the, you know, what was it? It was like 2012 ish area. You could still like find videos like that, like easily too. like, like on a website. Yeah. And it was like, there was like snuff films and like uh, people like jumping off bridges. I was like, oh my gosh, like a friend showed me in college once. I'm like, I don't want to watch these. Yeah, <laughs> I was bro, like, I don't know. Like, never, never looked at those, that stuff again. I was like, I don't need to see someone actually dying. Like, I love violence. Oh, and I God. love, like, you know. It's just, I know, I'm sorry. I brought up, I'm always going off track with no, weird shit. Good. But one thing, I, the way I look at it is more like a studious. I have more of a studious look on it. Like, I just want to learn. Okay, okay. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, no, it's yeah, not, yeah. I don't have some weird you fetish. I'm not jerking off the guys chopping off thumbs. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's, nah, it didn't work for me. But I'm just saying. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm just saying, like, I'm a student. I'm a student. I'm a scientist. I'm just trying to learn. That's the main goal. It was too slick. I was not expecting that. No, but, like, um, yeah, I understand what you're saying. I think the, the first thing I was exposed to that really stuck to my mind. I don't know if you guys watch NCAA basketball, but there's this Back guy in the named, day. There's this guy named Kevin Ware. I don't know if you heard about him, but he landed weird in one of his possessions and one of his, like, I don't know if it was, like, March Madness or something, mm. but he, like, landed weird in his leg. His, like, femur, like, came out of his skin, bro. Ever since then? That sucks. Know. Yeah, that does suck. Dude, his, his teammates on the bench were, like, throwing up. Yeah, I bet. You know what? Isn't it? Is, I don't know if it's, um, is it Taiwanese kickboxing? Or maybe, maybe it's not. I forget what style of martial arts focuses a lot on, like, that really deadly kick. You know what I'm talking about? Like, like it maybe it might be because I know Joe Rogan. He, he it's oh part yeah, of yeah, Joe, uh, yeah. So he's really good. He's actually one of the top like kickers in the world. Yeah, even I, case, and like bro. this shit, I I'm addicted to like you know like UFC and MMA fighting yeah, where they do that. But I like the stuff that that's in Asia, like in Japan or like in yeah, Taiwan. Well, because it's like gladiatorial. There's no yeah. fucking rules over there. There's no <laughs> they just safety. Put, like, ropes on there, like. Dude, they, they go and they, and they, they basically kill the other motherfucker yeah. or cripple him for life. And it, I'm sorry, but I like to watch violence. Yeah, so that's like, like that's like real. And, and, well, that's it's real. also like mutual combat. Well, yeah, too. it's real. Yeah, that's <laughs> like get more real than that. Yeah, like, there's no like basically no rap. Like just go for it. You know what I mean? No, yeah. Oh, that's that was that's laughing as one much time. Damage as you can do. Yeah, it is. Yeah. And like. Like when they go in, like the only like I remember one time I was laughing because the ref was like just kind of chilling back. I'm like, this ref sucks. Like I already tell, like this guy <laughs> needs to pay. He needs to really get in there, man, because there's some shit going down. Yeah. And he's just kind of sitting back, like you know, fuck it. Maybe maybe it was a nine to five job for him or I'm something. I'm not getting in the middle of that. Yeah. No, like yeah, the I've, UFC that would never happen. No, man, the UFC usually the refs are the bigger refs than the fighters. Yeah, the I mean they they. Sure, oh so. yeah. But no, I like watching that stuff. That's why I like like you know bump fights or like backyard shit. Just because yeah. not, I mean. You know who does it really good who? is the Russians, because <laughs> the Russians don't give a fuck yeah, at give all, shit, dude. Bro. They don't give two shits, and they. Videos, bro. I don't know what it's called, but they have like a medieval style fighting where it's 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 like in a ring, like a boxing ring. Okay. But they're in full armor and weapons. Yeah. And they just don't sharpen it. They just take it's off like, the points. Oh, Otherwise, it's so full contact. Bruised. Oh, yeah. They just break ribs and legs all day and well, they're shit. they're also using, like, maces and axes and shit. Like, they're using heavy weaponry, too. It's not always just swords. Like, they're, like... And then they got the other ones where there's, like, team combats, too. Like, where they have, like, a giant... Oh, God. Like, a Royal Rumble dude, Medieval Arm. I haven't seen that so one. Bad. Yeah. You get like hit in the back of the head by. Well, accident, it's usually bro. like like a like a force like against another force like a. Oh, like just straight up. Lines. Yeah. Oh, that's cool. Well, you know what? Too like one thing I learned about myself when it comes to team combat from like online video games is I'm a really dirty fighter. I lose. I I throw out all my honor when it's a team fight. <laughs> You're my meat shield, dude. Like yeah. Like yeah. I, I, I it happens you, naturally. I you. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I just do it naturally. Like I'll be in a group if I'm an archer. Like I'm just like naturally positioning behind my other teammates <laughs> for them to take the hit so I can get the shot off. Yeah. Because in my mind, it's like, look, I'm carrying you fuckers. Like, we're going to yeah, win because of me. Just up? take the shot. Yeah. You know? I do. You know, okay, okay. You like I, I'm not running away. Like, I'm, I'm providing, but yeah, you're yeah. taking the hits. Okay. And yeah, I know, no. like, yeah, like in a team fight like that, I'd be the asshole that comes in on the flank with that kick just to hit that <laughs> hip. Just to hit that hip. It's like, see, now I disabled him, and then they get all the credit for killing him, but it said that was me. Yeah. I had to use you to do that. All me, brother. <laughs> yeah. Run the clip back. You'll see it's all me. That's what I do. Yeah. I just, you know, I'm so good. <laughs> Yo, do you guys see what I did over there? <laughs> it's like the classic. Well, I, all right. So, so I'm actually first generation born myself. Mm -hmm. um, except my family is from 
the other side. They're from Bulgaria. They're from Middle Europe, like Bulgaria, okay. Serbia, Germany, and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Do you, in your family, it's big, like tradition and culture. It's kind of fallen apart. Like it's been a big negative, I would say, because my family struggled heavily. Like I, people died just trying to get here, just to get to the States. Because it's post-World War II when they yeah. came over. Um so it, their traditions mean a lot to them because it's what they have left from what they what they when they left their their homeland, right? Yeah. Which I can't imagine what that's like. Do you get that at all in your family? Like, do you do you get a lot? Of, you know, is there traditions? Are your parents like homesick? Are your grandparents very like uh, strict with certain things? Um, like growing up, did you have to go yeah, through any yeah, of that? I see what you're saying. Um, yeah, no my my parents definitely went through more hardships than I did. I would say just because they're like they're the immigrants. Um, but for the most part, I think because they settled in, they like did the research, they settled in places that already had the culture, you know what I'm talking about? Oh, like, they, they found, they, they found kinda, like a village or whatever, yeah, this like, neighborhood. In, like, yeah, cities, sure. But they, they found Pasadena and like Alhambra in LA. So they were able to like find a church cause they, most people in Taiwan, I want to say are like Buddhists, mm. but, um, my, my family, like my grandma, actually, my grandma's mother, um, she switched to Christianity, um, throughout like closer like her middle age and that changed like the dynamic for like our whole family because after that everyone after her were just christians mm. and then we even we even had like a shrine for like buddhism in like one of their houses because it's a really old house um but they like they blocked it off they don't even use it anymore it's just like an empty piece now really that's yeah, what i was gonna ask oh, about I was gonna, yeah. I was gonna ask yeah. you if they merged the two because no. i know a lot of cultures will like they'll merge Thanks. the the two like uh cultures for like religion yeah yeah like um like Shintoism and Buddhism, they yeah. kind of merge the two. And uh-huh. I mean, it also happens with Christianity. That's why there's like, you know, Christmas happens when it does, is because it was to take place of yeah, like a yeah, different holiday. Yeah. yeah. But um, no, I would say like, if anything, they're like more strict on it. Cause they know like everyone around them and all their neighbors, they all have like the same shrines and stuff. Mm. Cause they do live in like kind of like a, I wanna say like a wealthier area, but it's like more in the country. Okay. Does that makes sense. Yeah. It's yeah. like living in the suburbs, but it's like a bigger house. Right. Yeah. 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 But, like, most of my family is just, like, against Buddhism. Like, if they see anything like that, they're like, yo, don't approach that. We, we don't associate with that. Because, like, I think... So, like, you, they don't even learn, like, the philosophy it. side of it either? Uh, they're, they're just really strict with it. Yeah. I don't know, but... Because um, I, I couldn't see, like, a meditation and Christianity, like, clashing negatively. Because, yeah. like, Christianity is very against, like, uh, false idols and things like that. And, mm-hmm. like, using magic, if you will. And, yeah, like, so they're, they're really but, like false idols. But, like, with Buddhism, a, at least what I've seen, is a lot of it's just mostly philosophy and yeah, how to center yourself. Yeah, a lot of false idols, too. Is there? Yeah, well, so I mean, like, yeah, it depends on which... Which uh, variant, if you will, yeah, of Buddhism you're going into? Yeah, that's true. I don't really know many of them, but the one that um, surrounds us mm-hmm. is like there's a lot of shrines. There's a lot of like, um, do you know? It's called bye bye. So what you do is you take like an incense stick mm-hmm. and you like do this. Yeah. It's like it's called that action is called bye. I've seen that. So when you do it like multiple times, it's bye bye, which means like you're. I, I don't know if it's like a respecting or if you're worshiping, but it's like your previous ancestors. So the reason why people in like Taiwan like Buddhism so much is like, is after they die, they want people to remember them and they mm. want to be remembered. So Buddhism offers them like a way for their ancestors to still be a part of them. Sort of live on yeah, in the family. Yeah. yeah. So it's kind of like, cool, though. yeah, it's like the male surname. You want it to just keep going as right. long as you can. 
Yeah, I think I think that's kind of what it's like. Mexico does a, a similar thing with like their Day of the Dead. Like yeah. they always have like a yeah. There's um, always a way to remember. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah I mean, uh, my family's uh, Eastern Orthodox, mm-hmm. and what's big with them is uh, kind of like the Catholics. It's like saints and saints' days, and if you're like if you're born on a saints' day, like my brother was born on a saints' day, his name was yeah. gonna be Vasile, because in our our family tradition is I'm for, because I was first born, I take my grandfather's name. So that's just always like the firstborn always takes the father's father's name, right? Mm. And then the second takes the na- is named by the godfather. So my godfather was Vasile. My brother and I's godfather was Vasile. Uh, so my brother's name was going to be that, but he was born on St. Peter's Day. So his name, that's it. Yeah, that's your name. That, 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 oh, yeah. Cause that's like a holy, that's like a, a gr- that's a great like, honor. Like, yeah. Whoa, what are You're God? like blessed. Oh, yeah. yeah. And then that also means because they, when they celebrate, um, uh, a Saints Day, they call it a Slava, and it's just it's just a re- another reason to party. But it's like a big party. <laughs> it's almost imagine like another. It's not like imagine like another, like a company party. That's okay, kind of what it feels right. like, like a really good company party, right? Yeah, no, no. And then I was just gonna say, so like if you're born on that day and that's your birthday, like oh man, my brother, man, did he make out good? I mean, the gifts and the money, it was yeah. insane growing yeah. up. So I think that's kind of cool for me at least. I don't have a family so that's i think that's a big part of the, like carrying on traditions is that you got to have a family mm-hmm. i mean why else would you do it right just for yourself to be kind of yeah. weird i guess but um i don't know that's a part that kind of makes me sad that like a lot of traditions just don't get carried on yeah because i think they're kind of cool mm-hmm. you know i appreciate I, I do, them i agree i think it's yeah. really cool but i think it has to do with the isolation of our society as well like we do see, seem to be like um, we're in our own world yeah like each person is in their own that's world. so true especially with all yeah. the, the like the weird technology we yeah. have now and shit you mm-hmm. know nowadays like people don't want you to explore their world you know what i'm saying they just want to be left alone yeah they well, we're all i feel like we've been scared yeah. right like when i was little like, you, like bill burr made the joke movie. yeah yeah, yeah and, I, and i'm not like that like i'm very like yeah, zach knows like I'll, I'll spearhead my way into your life and then you'll just be like okay this guy yeah. <laughs> like if i'm too much i know i'll back off yeah, i'm not I'll one of those douchebags yeah yeah i'll be like all right full send yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. That's, that's how Zach met me. <laughs> He's like, who's this, who's this Asian kid, bro? Why is it so loud? <laughs> I think I probably did the same thing to you, Zach. Yeah. Or something similar. Because the first time I saw Zach was in the hallway mm-hmm. at the castle. Mm-hmm. And he was dating this little this little lady at the time, this little girl. And I thought, my God, he met that poor thing. But I remember just watching them. Like, they looked very much in love. And I thought, oh, they're in their little world. Like, And for some reason, I just had this weird thought. Like, that's the kind of person I'd probably never get to know. <laughs> <laughs> of course it didn't happen right yeah. but that's just that's a weird cool thing about yeah. life you know that's why i like to sort of just like approach you know be sociable approach yeah, strangers yeah, yeah. and just figure out what kind of person you are you know yeah. where you've been that's man that's like you sometimes you meet the most interesting people just sitting at a bar that's facts yeah I never, I can't get into conversations at bars just because it's so loud, and yeah. I'm like, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna start yelling into your ear. Like, I don't want to be that close to you. Actually, if I have a couple of drinks with me, I'll start talking to anyone, <laughs> literally anybody. So yeah, you um, gotta go to bars. A pretty good situation for me. To- oh, I, I, I mean, that's that's like one of the, what's like the main way we socialize yeah. when you think about it, yeah. which I also think is a little weird. It's funny because it used to be coffee. 
before like it was it was it was alcohol was like our main drink right mm -hmm. and that and that was like a it's a depressant right so that's when they say like that's when uh, society starts to kind of go down and then um coffee got introduced by like turkey and other countries like uh southern yeah, like productivity baby and then like oh, that, yeah. start, that started a stimulus baby. society where everyone was taking was drinking coffee and conversations were happening at coffee houses and that's when you get the french revolution you get all these other like major events happening because like not not because of coffee but because people were talking and it was also a stimulant so it's like it's like this like perfect storm of yeah. like of because that it's also sense. caffeine's a nootropic so mm -hmm. it also like stimulates your mind too yeah. it probably wouldn't be good but deep down i have this it's not even deep down it's pretty much a floating thought but like i want the, everything to just be legal and i mean everything because i just want if like if the world was just the streets of portland for like a year <laughs> just so we could like figure shit out like what what is good and what, what is yeah, it what works, let's what really know yeah, what works and what doesn't okay yeah okay. i mean and especially let's, if we're gonna yeah, have a yeah, giant yeah. experiment i, I didn't know where you were going with that yeah. first but no i'm not i'm not I, trying I to the end of the world yeah like i want to let's go yeah. <laughs> yeah. especially though when it comes to drugs i think that as an adult you should be able to like limit test yeah, well, not just limit test, but like you should be able to make decisions about your own body. You should True. be able to choose if I want to True. take a drug, I should be able to take that drug yeah. without like legal consequences for just using a substance. Yeah, that was one of the coolest books that that Dude. we talked about was the Drug Users Bible. I don't know if you've ever heard of that book. That. Yeah. Um, so this guy tests 150 different drugs over the course of like 10 years, and what he does is he took uh he took it like right like so he would, and like, he would just like write down and he 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 what he would do is is um with this book called the Drug Users Bible he wrote like a list of rules of how to uh go about safely taking a new substance like oh, how to wow. test oh it's awesome how yeah. to test it how to make sure you do it safely where to do it wh how to have different things like um like a like a wristband with how much you took and what you took always on you when you're high so that way you if know. you overdosed or something um, someone, someone can, can like, come. yeah, someone can see, oh, he took this much. This is what he's on. We don't need to fuck around, figure out what he's, what's going on with him. We already know. Um, but he also talks about how not to overdose because like, if you only have so much in your possession, you can only do that much. And then when you're high, you don't, you, you're like, well, I could do a little more. Let's keep this going. It's like, no, you don't have any more and you won't overdose because you don't have any more. Oh, so, it's, it's so you a, just buy the amount that you want to do for that sesh. Yes, exactly. Gotcha. That's the same thing like when you go to um used to work with a nutritionist that's they literally they literally treat food like an addiction mm. so it's just the same concept if your cupboard's yeah. full of oreo cookies yeah. then you've it's always got an endless supply and then you're always just you rebuy them before they run out yeah. you're just always gonna have oreo cookies with everything you do yeah. it's the same concept yeah yeah we kind of just have a bad connotation on drugs, don't we? Well, now yeah, they, especially like, with the '80s like, and, yeah. and '90s, man. It got like got it went, they went hard. They went scare scare tactics, right? Yeah. Instead of educating the people, because like think about like um, most um, uh, psychedelics, yeah. like like shrooms, LSD. Those were used uh, a ton back then. Well, not well, like in the '60s. Yeah, they were huge. But the thing is, there's they're non addictive, right? Like they can actually help you break uh, addictions. Like shrooms is known to help you get through trauma and things like that, and also breaking other drug addictions. So it's like they're so powerful and useful, but there's no research done on it because they become a, a scheduled uh, class one drug or something like that. Yeah. Where it's like the same level of, as heroin. It's yeah. like, but it's not. It's like, it's a, it's like shrooms, especially as is. is as gentle on your body's system as like marijuana like it's i would rather do really? shrooms than alcohol because of like 
Like, there's no real negative health consequences from shrooms. I've wanted to try it, but one of my friends that said she had it for, like, the whole semester, she was just waiting for, like, a free weekend. Never found a free weekend. Yeah, yeah. She had it for, like, I think she still has it. I think it's been, like, two years now. <laughs> they might be duds yeah, now. Yeah, it doesn't go yeah, bad. Yeah, they go bad after yeah, a couple like, years. What? They go bad. Yeah, they go bad, and especially because they're they're highly sensitive to uh, temperature and moisture. Oh, yeah, and especially no, 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 they just die out. Oh, yeah, yeah. I mean, I mean, their whole life is fragile, which is funny because they're discovered in nature, right? Oh, yeah. But when, it's like a lot of things. When man tries to just reproduce it, he he's just not good at it because yeah. he's not nature, yeah. you know. Um, but it, obviously, people do grow them and, and sell them and things like that, and they're completely illegal. I've done. I admit, I've done them myself, and it's that's absolutely crazy. wonderful. Oh. Every time, every time oh. I've done it, I I I come away with. Just a Did new enlightenment. Oh, my, my life. Sometimes my life, the way I look at life is profoundly changed. Yeah. And I'm not someone who does this shit often. I do it once yeah, a year. Yeah, yeah. No, you know, it's like a little yeah. vacation kind of thing. And, uh, it's called a trip, right? Yeah, it is. A tri- it is <laughs> yeah. yeah. It totally is. But, uh, yeah, the only experience I've had with, like, any drug over marijuana was um, at raves. So like we'll we'll go to like a ED, like electric dance music rave mm. and just be on like ecstasy or Molly, and that's usually what what does it. But honestly, there's so much going on that I don't, I don't really know what's like happening. I've, <laughs> yeah, it sounds like like to do like MDMA or like yeah, like something like, like that at a rave would just be too overstimulating. I don't, I don't know. What's well, I don't know if it's hitting me or if I'm just like at a rave or if like I've noticed that the more drugs I've taken at like a concert or a rave, the further the music gets from like what I'm doing. Does that make sense? Like, it's almost like there's an invisible, yeah, it's way, it just gets further and further away from what's going on. Yeah, it's like I don't even remember like who played last. I don't know where, who, what? You know what I mean? It's like, what are you talking about? Played? What is Wait, that? I thought it was a boombox, man. Yeah. Yeah. It's like there's live music here, you know? It's, it's, Someone's playing music in no, a like, yeah. festival? Yeah, like your your proximity like shortens yeah, a yeah, lot. I feel you. Like I your, your awareness bubble. from everything a little bit. Uh, you know, I I, I totally get that. For mm-hmm. so, Like, it's weird. I can socialize when I'm doing that shit, but music has to be so delicate. Really? I don't know why. Well, I think it, music, music it, just hits your... Hits oh, your, man. Oh, yeah, you're, you're, it's overwhelming, body, dude. It's well, overwhelming. Your, your mind, the way you interpret music is, you know, very... Uh, it's very in tuned. So if, if a song sounds sad, you're going to get sad. Yeah. If, you're, if, if it sounds, like, scary, you're going to feel that anxiety. Yeah. That's yeah. true, yeah. It, and so, it, it's if amplified. You're, if you're, yeah, I was going to say, if you're in, under a substance, it's going to be even bigger. You oh, know? yeah. Oh. Yeah. yeah, maybe I should chill. <laughs> no, no, it's it's still worth doing. Like, yeah. what did I say? I, usually, my advice is, even when like when I've I've had a bad trip and it's never been on shrooms, mm-hmm. so not other things. But it, what I always tell myself, and so I say it to others, is like you gotta just ride things out. You cannot be. Don't fight. Don't fight. Oh, yeah, yeah. Because no, you're going to lose. You. Don't. Whatever. Yeah. Like, if you try to fight your emotions with your ego, your ego's always yeah, going to lose. I tried that with edibles. <laughs> Don't worry. I yeah. that real quick. Because, yeah. like, a lot of my friends, like, it's, I think edibles for the first time for, like, beginners, it's terrible, bro. Like, you have no experience, like, with, with the high. Mm. And then if you get too much, then you're obviously going to overthink it and try to fight it. You know what I mean? I think, yeah, I, I think that um, Alan Watts is right about it when he says that. Uh, the people that is that it's most useful to are those that are introspective and meditative people that have who can really sort of 
listen well, witness well what goes on in their body and their mind and just let it happen. You yeah. know, it's almost like letting death happen. That's mm -hmm. the best way I can explain it yeah. without having died before. <laughs> you know what I mean? It literally feels like something's wrong. You know what I mean? Right, right. But if you just ride it out, you just like, you're like, oh, this is a nice wrong. You know what yeah. I mean? Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It is totally, yeah. yeah. Yeah, like when I first started smoking marijuana, like mm -hmm. it would like my I would get like heart racing, like like oh yeah for like, sure, yeah, like, yeah go. And then now, if like whenever I do it, yeah, it's, but like, what nothing. what what went through your mind when you went through that for the first time? Uh, I was like, I'm trying not to hate this. <laughs> uh, <laughs> that was me. I was like, I'm like, I'm trying, I'm just trying not to hate this right now. Right now, I'm just trying to like, okay, this is what's happening. We're, we're cool. And then, it, but then I just got real mad. <laughs> I'm like this. <laughs> I've never seen that before. <laughs> I, I was I was getting really mad, and then I'm just like, and I had so much energy, I'm just like, fuck. And I just started doing push-ups. Oh, <laughs> I, I do like, that sometimes. Yeah. I'm not even gonna lie. I don't get mad. I just, I'm just like, oh, I'm lazy, suck of shit. That's hilarious. Take this world, I'll push you. <laughs> no, yeah, I think uh, that anger. That's that's another good thing about even just meditation is that uh, it, it'll weirdly for me, especially when the first few times I started meditating, it really started bringing my anger out. Mm -hmm. And I noticed that like any little interruption of my meditation, even like a buzzing of a fly pissed me off. But what was, what was interesting and important to me, what I learned from that was that my anger was right there. It was skin, like skin level. Yeah. It was skin deep. Was and that, deep, yeah. yeah, it was right there. I was waiting to just make me do something stupid. And I was like, okay, well that's something I need to address. Like, how do I not be angry all the time? Yeah. You know? And that, that takes work. It's just, you got to listen it's just it sounds cliche but it really does make a difference you gotta set aside time every day where you just it's just you you're alone and your thoughts and you get you get a chance to just catch up with whatever's rolling through your head and that will help you like calm you down yeah. and I, I can you know i can i can take little offenses from people you know what i mean because like yeah, nothing's I, building yeah because i was at the point where like even the other like this happened last last week but it taught me that like how how far down my levels of anger have come which is a good thing yeah. but like you know there was a point where you couldn't even just touch me mm. you know what i mean and i know zach can relate to this quite a bit but that's why i know what's going on in your head when you're like that because you know if if someone like gave me a tap on the shoulder or you know nudge me or something like that i like my love for them even if i like them would just disappear instantly it's like why'd you touch me i didn't say you could touch me you know what i'm saying it's like a like a serious kind of like fragile <laughs> anger <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> no and that's that is not good i mean maybe if we lived you know naked in the forest or something that would be oh, really important yeah, that <laughs> <laughs> no, yeah <keep> <laughs> no, that, that's that's all i'm saying yeah i'm just taking over but i mean Oh shit! I forgot I was gonna ask him next. No, you're good. We always go off on tangents. Yeah. I like I like tangents. Yeah. Did you do a lot of sports when you were younger. Oh, so yeah, I was a field fairy, soccer player. <laughs> a field, field fairy. fairy. I don't know. If field fairy is is field fairy baseball or is it soccer? I've never even I've fucking never heard that. <laughs> nah, dude. I used to get insulted on. They're like, bro, you play soccer? You're a field fairy, and I was like, opposed wow. to what, like football. American football. It's like the opposite. I don't know, man. Cool sports. Soccer is way harder than basketball. It is harder. It is. It also helped me with like footwork and speed and stamina. So I'm not. I'm not mad about it. Not mad about it. No, soccer is awesome. That's weird. When I was in school, like when I was in high school, which is a long time ago now, that was like soccer was big, man. Yeah. So like, I think every parent starts your kid off with soccer, right? Like when you're. Yeah, soccer was my first sport. Mine was baseball. 
Or I think it's one or the other. Yeah. Like, but most for most people, I think it's actually soccer. Yeah, it could be. I come from a small town. We don't. Yeah. Count. So then, when people like grow like older, they start realizing what they want to do. So like they transition from soccer to other sports. But meanwhile, for me, I just stayed in soccer. So then, like when all my other friends like moved to like football, basketball, like baseball or something, mm-hmm. and I was still there, they were like, "Oh, you're still field fairy, bro." And I'm like. Hell yeah. I feel very offended by that term. Very, yeah, I didn't like it, but I heard it I've so never many heard times that in high school. I know, right? It's like one of those things if you have an insecurity about you just you make the joke first before someone else can that way they yeah. don't make it. No, nah, but I, I kinda quit soccer. And then I did I did track. Track was my, my big thing. What'd you do in track? You... I was just chasing medals, man. I was like Oh, I was, so you did everything? I was just trying to find something I was good at and just get as many medals as I can. Cause like for me, because I joined senior year of high school oh really yeah so all my teammates that were in varsity they all had like like lockers full of medals and they'd yeah. all be like yo bro why is your locker so empty and i like like obviously it's like a taunt but it like improves me so i'm like yeah. okay I'm, I'm a grind well that's that locker room mentality yeah, like exactly. it, it's really more like a, that's actually kind of like a like a nudge like yeah, hey we exactly. want you to, yeah, to yeah, catch yeah. up yeah but like yeah. i got i got bumped down a couple times so i was doing long jump first but we had some really good long jumpers so I had to, I had to like keep trying to improve like on my own time like after practice like I was doing like squats isometric uh, polymetric I forgot plyometrics is that what it is that's a word yeah yeah I'm not sure what it <laughs> sounds is. like it, a like, word it, like, I know it's you, an exercise word yeah it helps you with like your fast twitch muscles and, okay. like building and strengthening them but like bro he still beat me and then I got kicked off long jump so then I had to learn high jump in like a month but that that was like that was probably like. Um, one of the most interesting experience, like fast learning. You just gotta like mm. go with it. Trust your coach. Um, cause I, I honestly didn't know what was happening in the air cause I've never watched myself high jump cause I was only doing it for a month. Yeah. But he was just like, just do this, think this. And I just did it and it went well. There you go. Sounds there. like That's horse riding. Coach. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Right. It was really weird though. I don't recommend high jump that it's so scary. Oh, I, I'm Bulgarian. I'll never do be a high jumper. <laughs> we're born with heavy ass bones. Yeah, we're way dense, dude. We're like a loaf of bread. There's, you know, there's well, no what jumping. was scary about the high jump? Just being dude. It's like you're horizontal. suspended in the air and like you're you you only look up. So when you're jumping, you go like that. Yeah. So you're the bar is like below me. Mm-hmm. So I never see where I'm gonna land. So like I could hit like you know the two posts. I've seen people hit the post before. Oh really? I've also seen people like land on the bar where the bar is like in between their legs. <laughs> And they just fall into it. And then it like, it's because it's yeah. like a bendy bar. You know yeah. what I mean? So it comes back up and slaps him in the balls. That's probably the scariest thing I've ever seen. I, TikTok seems to think I like those videos. And I've <laughs> never hearted a single one. And they keep sending yeah, me that you shit. Keep, you're like, mm. I, like the ones, I, like, I like the ones where they do the pole vault and the pole vault snaps. And they just that fiberglass scary. everywhere. I'm like, wow. My coach said he saw um, a student get fiberglass Stuck in his leg like an EpiPen. Yeah. Damn. Still, that must have been so exhilarating to do a high jump. That's got to be yeah, cool. Yeah, it, it is cool. It is cool. But don't recommend. Don't like, recommend. I would want to do it to know the feeling because, I, you know, I'm kind of an adrenaline junkie. Yeah. But, yeah, there's no way I could do it. I know I, I tried it because I, I did track uh, my sophomore and senior year. Yeah. And I tried high jump. I just couldn't get to it. Dude, I, I can't even imagine It's the most useless high. event in, like, in track. Because think about it, like, it. What do you mean useless? Like, like you'll never ap- jump applying. over something like that. <laughs> yeah, right. And land, and land on, your on your back. Yeah. You're just paralyzed. 
But you can you can jump over something. You can run fast. You can yeah. throw stuff. Like, well, maybe it's, it's to get like up on a short cliff or something. And nah, yeah, right. Like, <laughs> then, then you'll just get the wind knocked out of you. Temporarily paralysis. Like, <laughs> temporary <laughs> and then the cougars on the cliff eat yeah, you. Yeah, so yeah, it was pointless cool. anyway. Yeah. yeah, you know. Well, it's funny because teachers say that a lot when you're young, right? Like, oh, you know, trust me, one day you're gonna be yeah, glad. Gonna Which is true. I have found in my life. I mean, like, it is true. It's ridiculous. As much as I hate to admit it, no, it's, it's true. true. Everything, look, the way I look at life now is kind of like uh, Robin Williams said about comedy. He says it's the only job where you can use everything you know. I feel like actually that's really any job or anything you do if you just apply that mentality to it. Because mm-hmm. it's, it's weird. I've, there's, I've done like lots of weird stuff in my life. And I've ne- I never know when something I learned is going to come up somewhere else yeah. and assist it there. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, for me, uh, like uh, learning, uh, doing fasting taught me how to sit with different feelings of like not just discomfort of like a physical thing, but like emotional things as well, oh, yeah. and like mental like anguish and anything yeah. like that. It just taught me how to sit with a feeling and just wait for it to pass because eventually this will go away. Yeah, and it's like like fa- doing fasting taught me okay. Like, this is how you just sit with a feeling. This is how you just let it happen and then move on. Yeah, once time it's heals, done. bro. Yeah. Well, yeah. I do that sometimes, but I'm not trying to fast. I just, like, get lazy. I'm, like, gaming. <laughs> and then, like, I get hungry. I'm like, yeah, nah. If I, like, game for, like, three more hours, I'm not going to be hungry anymore. Let's keep going, guys. Yeah, right. Yeah. So, it's, it's, like, it's like cigarettes instead of smoking to avoid eating. You're just yeah, gaming. Yeah, game, bro. <laughs> just too lazy to start cooking something. Just keep I think the only time in my life, well, I think I was I was by your age actually when I had my first apartment. That's what I would do because mm-hmm. I hadn't yet developed really any kind of like this is just me. I'm not mm-hmm. projecting. Yeah, no, no, you're good. Uh, that I didn't have. I didn't. I was first time on my own. Well, on my own in a place that I owned. Right. Yeah. So all I had was this like shitty computer and a futon. Yeah. You know, and I tell you, it was game. Like there would be weekends where I would just literally game all day, like yeah. all day Saturday, all day yeah. Sunday. Yeah. yeah. So I totally and I did I did not eat. Yeah. yeah. No, we'd have I remember the, the our whole apartment. Yeah. <laughs> our whole apartment, we would do all the same thing during college. We would all like the it was four of us, but one of one of us was wasn't as talkative as the rest. So like us three would hang out a lot. We would all just game whole day, wouldn't eat anything. When like ten or eleven PM hits, we're like, yo, are you guys hungry? <laughs> and then we'd like sit there for like um like a couple seconds, we're like Yo, actually, like, I'm kind of starving, bro. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't realize, then, but yeah. yeah like, I'm, I'm, I'm actually, like, so hungry. So then one of us cooks, one of us cleans, one of us does prep work. Okay. And then we just eat one so, meal for the day, just knock out next day. That's nice. some good roommate. Yeah. That's some good roommate yeah, right our, there. Our eating schedule is horrible. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong with OMAD, like, one meal a day style. That's what I try to do right yeah. now, yeah. It's, like it's, it's, no, like, but, it's like almost like intermittent fasting. It's the same thing. And yeah. it's actually really good for you. No, but you we were lifting. We were trying to bulk. Oh, you, <laughs> don't, you, want, <laughs> we're trying to bulk. you ain't going to bulk like if that. Yeah, one meal uh, a day, we're not if bulking, If you're getting bro. enough protein, you'll be fine. <laughs> You'd be, like, near vomiting levels. You'd, what, to, to force in 4,000 plus calories in one meal? Dude, you can eat 4,000 calories in one meal. Just, like, two ribeyes. That's all it takes. No, bro, you have to train yourself for that. It's so easy for you to say that, Zach. You know, you're giant. You're gigantic. I like, a quarter of a ribeye Sam is, like, almost I'm trying to think, bro. There's no way. Like three pounds of ribeye, three to four pounds of ribeye. I can what does do that look city. like? What does a what does a pound of ribeye look like? Well, a pound would be like a half an inch or an, about an inch. A half but what an about inch. the girth of it? And like like that's how thick it would be, okay. right? And it'd be about like that. That's some good girth. Yeah. The be- the most I ever ate, like the biggest steak I ever had, 
was what do they call that? Tomahawk. Oh yeah. Which was amazing. Oh, I was in Texas. Anything with bone. Oh, in. anything. In, Texas in Amarillo, dude, and it was this gigantic steakhouse, right? I think it's like oh. the great. Like, they call it like the Great Texas Steakhouse or something like that, and it looked real touristy. Oh, Texas Roadhouse. No, 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 none of that shit. No, this was like the legit, dude. We went yeah, in there no, and it was very cowboy. It was awesome. I remember we sat down and even the, the waiter took one look at us and, you know, he's got a cowboy hat and everything on. He's like, so where are you fellas from? They're like, we're from Chicago. And he just like went back like that and his eyes went like half and he's just like, so what's it like to get out of prison? <laughs> we started laughing. We're like, dude, it feels great. Dude, that's, that's a W serve right there. Dude, yeah, that was, I would never get away with that. No, he was awesome, man. And he um he recommended the Tomahawk. It was a 53 ounce. That was Dang. a big yeah, it was the biggest thing ever. The thing was huge. It was like half the size of this table. And I dude, I not only did I devour that because it was so delicious, but I ate all the sides too. I had fries and like corn and like I think coleslaw or something. Good? Oh, dude, I could, I felt like good, I could have I'm ate another one. Down. I just ate before the podcast. It was, the, <laughs> it was the best steak I ever had in my life. It was amazing. I, I remember how medium it tasted. Rare. Huh? Medium uh, rare. yeah, it was, no, it was more like, yeah, like medium rare. Yeah, it was about medium rare. Yeah. yeah Marco does it wrong. He likes his meat cooked all the way through. Sometimes, usually. I like, <laughs> I like well done, but it depends. If I, if I get a steak, I usually closer to medium, medium rare. Yeah, yeah uh, if it's a nice steak. If, if I trust them, yeah. yeah, if I, if I feel like I can trust them no, to cook I, it. That's yeah. understandable. Like Otherwise, I want you don't want to get like no, I don't know. Yeah, yeah. If, if we're going to fucking you know, you know Ponderosa, it's like I've, I've always, I've always had rare for any kind of meat like that can be cooked rare, you know. Okay. Uh, rare, I can't do. I mean, I can do it, but I feel like I'm, I've never gotten sick. I feel like I'm playing Fallout never. 4 or something. I'm like, why am I like pushing the you know, you're not pushing nothing. My <laughs> levels are high, I'm getting dehydrated. Yeah, that's what I mean. Why am I doing what? That's why like am I, rust, yeah, bro. yeah, it's I'm rust. Yeah, why am I playing rust right now? Like, <laughs> I should be enjoying this shit. It is. I think rare is way more enjoyable. I've eaten uh, raw. I've eaten raw steak. No, but but when you eat it rare, do you like? Do you eat it with your hands? Yeah, of course. Unless I'm at a restaurant. If I'm at a restaurant and and I'm with people, I'll be polite and I'll use silverware. But when I'm at home, I'm just gonna fucking yeah. So is this more of like like an ego thing, like a game? Like it's fun to do that, or is it just really the flavor that overpowers it? Delicious. But in the beginning, was it the ego thing? And no, at the beginning, it was just because that's when my mom and dad ate it. Really? And then, so, like, so you're oh. all around the table Thanksgiving, just like, ah, ah, ah. <laughs> <laughs> not, not with the hands. <laughs> they gave me a well, really you said that's how you were raised. I like, like, no, no, no. I thought you meant, sorry, I thought you meant the ego thing about it was rare. No, no, I, I got that part. Okay. <laughs> I don't know where you at, bro. Okay. okay, he's talking about I eating hands. I misunderstood, yeah. I was talking I about eating rare. That was a really funny vision. I'm imagining like a small Zach. This <laughs> <laughs> takes like half the size of him at that point. Just a little seven-year-old Zach. It's like yeah. a giant piece of rubber. He's just pulling away. Yeah, I mean, it's not entirely wrong. What does it look like when a steak is uh, rare? Yeah, it's just like pink on the inside. You know, it's still got a little juice coming out. Does it have crust on it on the outside? Yeah, side? yeah, yeah. I like the crust. Well, I'll that's when the way that. to do. You got to sear it, basically. Yeah, yeah so that's just, fine. It's and basically I like just that. a sear, so, right? Yeah, and you just kind of warm up the inside. It's delicious. It's like oh. eating It's like eating uh, right off the carcass. It's, it's great. You but, just get a little salt and pepper. But, but raw Perfect. is when you just eat it raw, right? Raw, yeah, and I've done that like before as well, where I got like a whole side from Costco, right? And I'll cut into the center and just eat the center and have some of that. You ever eat raw ground, like ground beef or ground chicken? 
No, because that's not safe. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've, I've done yeah. that. Yeah, <laughs> I did. I, I wouldn't say I got sick, sick, but the, you know what? Ground ground chicken raw tastes like well, shit. You shouldn't eat <laughs> chicken raw at all. It's Salmonella not. is very prevalent. He's, he's acting like he's trying to convince me to not do it. <laughs> yeah, don't, I'm like, don't you worry, man. I, I, know, I, know, I, know I know you're Taiwanese. <laughs> I'm not going to do that. I know you're Taiwanese, but whatever you do, don't eat raw chicken. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, man. Cool. <laughs> okay. Okay, sounds good, man. <laughs> we do have we do have black chickens in in Asia though they're actually yeah they're them. really expensive but they have like I'm pretty sure they got like thick legs yeah. like really thick legs but they're like they're but, amazing yeah and they're completely black like their beak is they're black amazing. And yeah like everything about them it tastes like there's more protein to it or something yeah well That's you know what <laughs> I've had people tell me that like um our meat here doesn't taste like the meat from their country and that our all our meats taste very similar to them like they all taste like chicken or they all taste like fish i've had like immigrant people say it's that probably because of the feed we feed all the probably yeah, yeah. Because, yeah. and like, we, we like a cheap method of feed dude when you look at like the skin of like like my relatives you know that live in villages still in like bulgaria yeah. and serbia and shit well yeah dude the, the skin on the chicken is like an inch thick man really oh my god it's not like you're like yeah. this yeah and then they don't you know that's just they're chickens they just you know that's for genera- thousands of years have been growing outside right yeah. yeah so yeah i don't know we eat garbage man whatever that's yeah it's upsetting but what are you gonna good do? thing we serve baby dragons at the castle yeah now, not right? chickens yeah. it's we baby dragons chickens we serve yeah, baby wh- where dragons. yeah where's the where's the where's the activism for the baby dragons there's none dude it's yeah. bullshit I, I like all i them. tell people every time not to cancel me when i serve them man. <laughs> we have plenty here at the castle because please do not cancel me <laughs> i say only to young people I uh I, I like for the children I call them giant chicken nuggets and then the parents laugh. And that's, oh, that's a good one actually. Yeah, because some kids like get really upset yeah, when you yeah. call it a baby dragon. It's like, I'm like, don't. Yeah, I can see so that. It's okay. It's, yeah. it's a giant chicken nugget. Usually, so, I do is I and go then like, the parents laugh. I'm like, okay, yeah, good. Go at like, least I got the parent. Hello, good noble. Now, can I interest you in a baby dragon or just a chicken today? And whatever they say, <laughs> I'll go like, perfect. I got that perfectly right right here prepared for you, and I'll just yeah. drop it down. There you go. Parents love that one. They love options. Yeah, scaring kids is more of like an 80s thing. That's kind of how I was raised. Like everything that they want to give you, there's always a little bit of like shock to it, like a shock value Mm -hmm. to it, which was kind of cool because everything sort of was that way back then. Yeah. You know what I mean? There's that that, sort of that like... You win or you learn. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Everything was a crucible of fire, which is how I think, which I like. I like that. It was an adult world. Yeah, it was. Yeah. yeah. And there were just kids growing up in it. (laughs) Right, yeah. they grew up fast though. Dude, that's my my dad's mentality was that he used to argue with my mother over that. He's like, why are you trying to shield? Why are you trying to shelter him from this shit yeah he's, so he's not gonna be nine forever yeah, you know that's Plus, how my, that's how my parents were they were very like you, think, you need to learn how to cook yeah. now but <laughs> like, do you think there's an age where you like should shelter your kid you know what i, I think, think there's certain content maybe okay. certain things i think you should consider um how quickly there was a wisdom built in a person regardless yeah. of their age okay. and so yeah i do agree like it's we over I often have this feeling for myself, and I've always sort of sort of thought this way: is that it's silly that we, we, we. A lot of us seem, and I'm talking about myself especially, we abandon our discipline and our self tutelage once we become adults. It's really bad. We're almost, tutelage? yeah. So our, the way we learn and teach our teach ourselves new things, or oh, how or how to be disciplined, I've actually had them until, yeah. and it's it's dangerous because in a way we actually become more immature than some children because yeah. children, a lot of children properly raised, in my opinion live under a lot of uh, under good discipline under good you know leadership yeah, good teach good tutelage good teaching right then you know that like the way for example my dad would let me watch you know some skin flicks some you know like show late night showtime b movie you know yeah. 
Um, or like Skinamax, they used to call it, right? Like Cinemax yeah. was a channel. And, you know, there'd be nudity or love scenes or something like that. And, and my dad, it, rather than, like, he wouldn't leave me, like, if he had left me alone with it, then that would have been unhealthy for me. Yeah. But instead, he watched it with me and said, if you got any questions, just ask. And then he'd puff a cigarette. You know what I'm saying? So <laughs> I was like, it was very too. gangster. Yeah. That so. me too. Um, so when I was with my uncle, this was like when my uncle just got married. So like they just got married. It was like probably a couple months after the wedding. My dad invited me over to their place and we watched this like football movie and they were doing like cocaine off like these girls ass and it was like not censored at all. Oh, in was, the movie. Yeah, right, yeah, right, yeah. Right. Was, no, yeah, my bad. Oh man, I was like, man, my uncle's never invited me. No, 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 no. <laughs> like, what I probably, probably should have. Oh man, the movie was Dumbo. <laughs> <laughs> but we were just going crazy. We <laughs> 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 going dummy. <laughs> no, but like. Um, they like the show. the The movie was going crazy. Like I was the only one there with my dad, and then the uncle, and then his wife. But I was probably like eight years old, and my uncle was probably like twenty eight by that time. My mm-hmm. dad's like however old he was. But instead of like telling me to leave, he was just like he would just look at me every now and then just to see if I was looking, and he'd look away, and he'd be like, "Everything okay?" And then I just come back, and then that that honestly was like fine for me. But I know for a fact my mom would have never let that happen. Right. Yeah. I would have been like out of there so fast. But I agree. Yeah. Like, if you do have like someone there in like a like an authority figure like with you watching it, then you're like, okay, I, it's not like it's not damaging because yeah. like you if you have a question or if you're confused or if you are like yeah yeah got anything to say you, you also, can ask right now the person's right there that can like help guide you through this yeah. this certain aspect. i think it's about understanding risk too because that's the most important thing that like like my dad you know he's like well i'd be like why are they doing this he's like well because it's fun i was like i'm like oh okay he's like but it's bad for you i'm like why is it bad he's like well this because if you do it this or you do too much of this like you know alcohol for example mm-hmm. you know then and you know he drank and now i drank but that's always that that was that's still in the back of my head anytime i do something i realize there's a risk involved mm-hmm. so if i take that risk mm-hmm. i'm the one who suffers i'm the idiot you know or mm-hmm. i mean others may suffer as well but that's where that's where my morality has to sit is yeah. whether or not I taste the risk. So if you don't teach someone importance of risk, then how can their morality ever kick in? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So I, I really do. I, I, mm. I agree with that kind of parenting. You know, I think if you shelter, you shelter a child, you know, and I can think I have friends, man, that they just overprotected mm. their kids and their kids are just they're just weak little pieces of shit. Dude, now. I have some friends that don't know how to do the simplest shit. Ever. Yeah. Yeah. And that's they don't why. know how to use a microwave. <laughs> They were my roommate. What do you mean they don't know how to use a microwave? He opened it up, right? Okay. And he's like, So wait, so if the clock's here, how do I put my time in? And I was like, Bro. Wait, what? Would have been funnier <laughs> if he just closed the door and just stood there waiting. Dude, I was like, I was he's like, Can you help me with this? I'm like, bro, you just click the number that you want to do. And he's like, Wait, like, can I do like a hundred is that a hundred seconds or a minute? I was like, bro, you are you're special, man. I don't, know, I don't know what to tell you. I had a friend in high school who didn't know how, to, didn't know proper hygiene. So he'd go weeks without bathing. And That's he, worse. he stank. That's worse than the microwave. And he, and he lived in total filth because his dad abandoned them, him and his, you know, him and his brother when yeah. they were little. And his mother was never home. She was, he, she worked two jobs. And so, she, you know, they, they, they just existed for her. They didn't, there's no parenting at all. Yeah. This is a high school. I mean, he yeah. was 17 years old, right? 18 years old, whatever. And, um, so like the end of high school. And, um, I used to like give him tips like how to dress or even how to talk to girls like all this stuff you know yeah. and I'm like I don't want to tell him like I'm still learning too but obviously you're well behind me yeah, so I'm yeah, trying to help yeah. him yeah, out right catch up catch up yeah right he's, but he's a quick... the funniest thing is one time we're all in like a li- the living room in Chicago and we're, I was with my dad at the time 
and it was like me and my my friend who I'm talking about, mm-hmm. and I think my brother and my dad, and we're watching a movie. My dad's, you know, of course he's smoking a cigarette. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's always had a cigarette in his mouth, and it's like 20 minutes in the movie, just out of nowhere, and my dad goes. We'll say his name is John. It's like John, take a fucking shower, man, and just without just he just gets up right away like a, like like a drone and just walks to stands up and goes straight, takes a shower, comes back. Like at your house. Yeah, at her house. <laughs> it was awesome. Like he just had to be told. You know, there was a lot of things this guy just never learned. Is he had literally like no parenting. Yeah. yeah so I understand why, what you're talking about. Yeah, I, that's why. I, like nowadays, I've realized that you never really know someone's like situation, like how they grew up. Right. So now you just kind of gotta just see. And I thought it was it. it was crazy when someone didn't know how to start a grill or light a fire. Yeah, exactly. I was like, oh my gosh, like this is a basic ass. Like, shit. Oh, there's dude. Even, like, there's things even more basic than that that people don't know how to do. You know? yeah, or first it's aid so, even. It's like, how don't you know first aid? <laughs> it's so simple. Well, meeting yeah. people like that too makes me wonder, like, what don't I know or know well? <laughs> yeah, that's uh, that's actually you know what I mean. It's like every everyone else knows quantum physics because I don't. What is this? Yeah, right. <laughs> that's a good point. I didn't even think about that. No, that's why I like like a lot of things in my life. Uh, I do it still now, but man, when I was in my twenties, mm. I wanted to be like you know Johnny Five the robot. I wanted the most amount of input and data I could get. You know, I know you guys don't know who I'm referencing. I know Johnny, yeah. Johnny oh, Five a lot. Oh, sorry, yeah, simple yeah. Stephanie. Uh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um. That's why I studied everything. I mean, for, literally from like prop, like good sex to making donuts, like anything I thought that I liked or wanted to learn more about, I studied. I would read that book, Good Sex to Making Donuts. There you go. <laughs> everything you need to know about life. <laughs> By Marco. I like it. I, I buy it. Yeah, yeah why not? The Lex version. The hard copy. <laughs> the hard copy. The hard copy. Just to make sure it survives. It would make a good, like, it's illustration. It's a family book. heirloom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The years of experience. My father gave me this book. <laughs> or maybe that's what the Havamal is, right? <laughs> or, like, any old world wisdom, like, book, like, take, like, a um, fucking, I can't think of, uh. The Bible? No, 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 no. It's East, <laughs> uh, Asian, um. No, just kidding. Well, well, that would be weird if you were reading like the Havamal and then Confucianism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Okay. Any old world. (laughs) The ins and outs. Confucius, I say. Yeah. Yeah, The ins and outs of anal sex, like that's part of the book. Oh god. (laughs) The ins and outs. It's like that's like the second page. (laughs) So to begin, you'll need to know this. (laughs) First, you must spank the butthole. (laughs) Oh yeah. (laughs) That was a solid spank you just did there, bro. I've been practicing. I'm gonna hear a whimper every now and then from your room, <laughs> <laughs> and then a giggle, and then a giggle. <laughs> what was that? First it was a whimper, <laughs> and then a giggle. All right, I think we're gonna wrap things up, even though we usually don't want to. I always want these conversations to go longer, but uh, we'll just have to bring you back, Sam. Mm-hmm. Um, I always like to ask. If tomorrow morning, let's say tomorrow you wake up and you have to step out onto your balcony, let's say you have a balcony, Mm -hmm. and the world is outside waiting for you to say something to them, they're waiting for your wisdom, your words of wisdom, what would you tell them? China number one. Actually, can I share some answers? China number one. Drop. That's the first thing that came to my mind. No, but I'm sticking with that. I'm sticking with that. Okay. You're going to stick with China number one? Ah, dude, my parents would be so disappointed in me, though. 
Dude, but that's but but that is the first thing that came to my mind. So I, I mean, that's what you it. said. Says you can't like catch it and bring it back. It's yeah, out. It's already out there. <laughs> is there anything you would like to add though? Mm. If you don't want to, that's okay. And then he was shot. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's it. Very good. Well, it's been a pleasure talking with you, Sam. We hope you stop by again mm-hmm. uh, on Audio Pong, and um, check us out. On Audio Pong, on any of the platforms you can find, you just have to search Audio Pong Podcast. Even in a Google search, will come say, up. Yeah, you can go through Google, even mm-hmm. and you'll find us. For we come up number pretty, one, pretty yeah, high on the search engines now. So, so thankfully, yeah, we're in charge of the name at, at last. You can find us on Twitter and TikTok as well. Um, and uh, I use Spotify, but most people seem to favor Apple. But you can literally find us on just about any, you know. Really? Yeah, yeah just about any. For, it, though. for what? Using <laughs> Apple Music. Oh yeah, for podcasts and stuff. No, just like for in general use. Uh, it's it's like a. Daily I don't make fun of Apple people. Format. I make fun of Pandora people, and I. <laughs> okay, that that one you you don't even get a chance at, a, at making like you just lose your friends if you got Pandora, man. <laughs> That's like, well, you know what? That that reminds me of like when I was a teenager, and like we'd be going to like you know hanging out at different like malls or places and restaurants yeah, and yeah. shit. And, about the Pandora, baby. Well, no, just like music in general, like whatever li- music you listen to, like there were certain like groups that just never really like got along or clashed and shit. Yeah. It was kind of a weird thing, but you know, that's how we are with tribal. Um, so, um, yeah, that's all I've got for now. Uh, thank you, Zach. Thank you, Mark. And thank, thank you, Sam. you, Sam. Yeah, thanks, guys. All right. Go. Dinosaur. <laughs>